Welcome to the Bina Study Group. Before continuing, please make sure that you have completed your rituals and meditations. Let's begin today by talking about joy. Joy raises our vibration so that negativity can't stick. It's a layer of protection that we carry, that we have consistent and long-term access to should we choose to use it. During Gavora and Chesed, we were challenged with many different virtues and vices around our truth and our ability to heal our wounds. For Gavora, one of the main focus words is courage, and for Chesed, one of the main focus words is love. These are what we refer to as keys. So what are keys? In the magical world, keys are things that we use to activate specific energies, to provide us with special tools we can use to heal our wounds or to achieve progression at a faster rate. When we use these keys, we are able to balance and shift our energy. Now, what that means is that we must have a conscious awareness that the keys exist. Again, for Gavora, we suggest courage. For Chesed, we suggest love. When we are aware of the keys during our experience in these spheres and even afterwards, it gives us the ability and specialized focus to balance our energy. As we balance our energy and the more we balance our energy, the more likely it is that we are able to shift into a higher vibration within ourselves, which then allows a higher vibration into the tree itself. In conjunction with this, the more truth we present, the more truth we are able to delve into in our experiences in each sphere, the more intensity will be present in our ritual work, in our meditations, and in our life experience. This is significant because the more truth that is present and the more intensity that is experienced, the greater our results will be. We cannot discuss Bina without first discussing the supernal triad. Now, the supernal triad is very much like a Celtic trinity knot. There are three aspects to it, yet they are all interwoven such that the three are one and the energy flow between them is unbroken. While there are three aspects, they occur simultaneously, with Keter being the initial spark, Chokmah being the flame that extends outward, and Bina is the holder that contains the flame, allowing light to emanate out, but not emanating destruction. Bina is the womb from which all souls are born. Chokmah is the energy that the soul is made of, and Keter is the idea of the soul within the monad. In fact, at the level of the supernal triad, Keter is the self-realization of the supreme being that emanates from Ensof. Chokmah is its living spirit and creational force, and Bina is its supernal soul body through which the soul may interact with the lower realms of creation. 
The soul has always been associated with feminine energy by Kabbalists as well as many other traditions. Similarly, Bina is the supreme feminine archetype, while the spirit, Chokmah, is the supreme masculine archetype, and Keter, the supreme union archetype. Chokmah and Bina are El and Eloah, the creator god and creator goddess of this system. Together in divine union and balance, they are Elohim. Keter, however, is neither masculine nor feminine, it just is. The god name associated with Keter is Eheye, which means I am. Before the beginning of creation, there was only Ensof. Ensof was everything, yet nothing. Everywhere and nowhere. All potential, but nothing manifest. At this stage, Ensof does not even know it exists and has no concept of creation. Then, a contraction occurs. Ensof contracted within its own being and from this withdrew from an infinitesimal point. This point became the center and it was a void. But even in its state of void, it still contained the memory of the essence of Ensof that previously was there. This center point of all existence is called the Shekinah by many Kabbalists and by many Celtic shamans. The feminine aspect of Ensof. In the very instant that Ensof contracted and this void was formed, so too did the infinite capacity of Ensof move to fill the void, for there can be no place that is not one with Ensof. As the energy of Ensof moved into this infinitesimal point, it became a concentrated and intensified spark of light. This spark of light is Keter. In the same instant, the intensity filling this point became so great that there was an outward explosion of light and energy moving in all directions. This dynamic expansion is Chokmah. But the influence of the feminine aspect to define the space and allow for creation was still present as a reflection of the Shekinah. And this influence served as a vessel for the energy to pour into and then subsequently be channeled through towards manifestation. This vessel or womb that channels and directs the light is Bina. And thus, the light flows on across the abyss, through Da'at, and on to Chesed, then down the rest of the tree until it finally reaches Malkut. But it is Bina that holds the idea and capacity of form within her womb, and thus, the final result, Malkut, is born first in Bina. Bina is often referred to as the greater queen or mother, while Malkut is often referred to as the lesser queen or the daughter. Bina is the foundation of the supernal triad, whereas Keter is its root or source, and Chokmah is its life force, and Ensof is the unseen, unknowable essence that flows through all of it.
The triangle is the first form created, and thus it is the primary key to the universe, the square and circle being the other two keys. The supernals are in a realm that is beyond the human mind, thus any discussion of them can only be limited to metaphors and symbolic language. And because they are all just three aspects of a unity, it is difficult to say anything about any one of them alone. To say anything at all is to define, separate, and limit. Thus, it is not a true representation of the supernals. The only way to come to know and understand the supernal realm is through direct experience, which is the purpose of the Ascension Weekend when one is ascending the Tree of Life and crossing the abyss. Because in this Ascension, you will have an experience of seeing God face to face, the inner and outer God. This experience may only be a momentary glimpse, but even that is enough to change your life and it will give you the experience through which wisdom and divine light may illuminate your entire being. These study groups, although they do not give you the opportunity to ascend the tree, do give you a powerful experience within each of the spheres, including the Supernal Triad. Let's talk about the four worlds for a few minutes. I want you to bring into mind an inspiration that you have had that was a great idea that you did not follow through on. Think for a minute. There's something in your life, in your world, that you really believed was a brilliant idea how many times have you let something stop at just a good idea? I want you to take one of these great ideas and put it into the Bina flow using the Four Worlds Meditation. This meditation helps us to get to all kinds of new and expanded ideas about the original spark. But it also creates the space to allow for a gestation time to complete the ideas. Then we bring it into a more practical thought process and start planning out the various steps that are needed to bring each idea into manifestation. One key to manifestation is that we should put twice as much time and energy into planning things as we do into thinking and contemplating the ideas. In the final step of taking our original idea through the four worlds, we come out of the meditation and start writing out the plan or action steps to take. And then it is really important right then and there to commit time into your calendar for carrying out each of those action steps. World one, Atsaluth. It is the spark, the idea. It is Keter, Bina, and Chokmah in the triangle. World two, Bria. This is thought, contemplation. This is Chesed, Givora, and Tiferet. Number three, Yetzra. This is the plan or the formation of the plan. It is Netzach, Hod, and Yesod. World four, Asaya. Action, steps. This is taking action, the just do it part of the work. 
This is Malkut. I'm going to walk you through the meditation itself. But just as a preface to the meditation, this is what you're going to do. You're going to revisit that idea, that idea that you know was a great idea, but you never manifested anything in the physical world to speak of. Go up to Atzaluth, the idea world, and connect to the energy, to the mind of God. You will bring that energy down to Bria, into the thought world, and start becoming conscious of the new creative juice that is present and how you can expand the idea and think about it in new ways or from new perspectives. You'll bring it then slowly down some more into Yetzirah, the world of formation and blueprints, and develop a plan for how to carry out this idea. Create a marketing plan. Figure out who you need to call. Here are the more detailed components that you will need to bring in in order to manifest it. And finally, return to the world of Asaya. Action in Malkut. At this point, you will then open your eyes and write out your plan and the action steps. And then go into the world and bring your creation to life. Be sure you put this on your calendar and commit the time right now to follow through in your creation process. Please complete the following in this order. 1. The Address of Bina. 2. The Bina Flow Exercise. 3. The Four Worlds Meditation. 4. The Temple of Silence Chant. Before attending next month's study group, Please see the movie, Pay It Forward. Please reference the Bina Correspondence's toning document. You will tone the God name, the Archangel name, and the Angelic Host name. As you do so, connect with the appropriate vibration of the associated planet and visualize the magical image and the color. Doing so will help you connect to each of these beings within each of the spheres as you continue your integration of the supernal triad. As always, please put any questions in the comments below and I am excited to see where this part of your journey takes you.